You're listening to the RUV English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is slash English. It's Ruv English. Hello, I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much as ever for your company. I'm in Akureyri today for an episode of The Week in Iceland. And I'm joined by my colleague here at Ruv, at Ruv in Akureyri in the north by Olafrun Ernestdottir to talk about some of the big stories over the course of the last week. But Olaf, this is the presence that Ruv has in the north. It's a beautiful building in the city centre and it is a very warm day for, for boring reasons that we won't go into. We're upstairs in the building today and we've opened the windows because it feels like summer is here you were saying 20 minutes ago it seems that you were changing your tires from studded tires to summer tires but it does feel warm today yeah it feels like we went like straight from the studded tires to t-shirts and it's i mean it's not uh, it's around 10 degrees ish so it's not like super warm yet but it's classic uh, window weather gluka weather yes. where it gets really warm inside the offices so yeah. airing everything out today. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the big story of this week first, which is the Eurovision Song Contest. And a lot of the team back at base in Reykjavik are, of course, in Liverpool in the UK. Did you fancy going? Oh, yeah, I, I thought about it. Uh, <laughs> in Liverpool, it seems... Uh, yeah, it's it's very exciting this year, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, Delia is there, of course. The Roof team are there. And we would say this, wouldn't we? But I think that song has a really good chance. Yeah, I think so, too. I liked it from the first time I heard it, actually. And I uh, I think she's just such a, a confident and uh, talented performer. So yes. I, I really have a lot of faith in And did you know that one of our Roof colleagues, Kolbrun, who reads Krakafretia, is one of the backing vocalists? I did not. She's there. That's very interesting. <laughs> okay, fun. So she's pulling double duty. She's uh, she's reading the news in Icelandic, of course, for younger viewers on Ruv, and she's also doing backup for the Icelandic Eurovision Song Contest entry. But that's very Icelandic, isn't it? To do lots of different things. Yes, I would say so, yeah. <laughs> well, I want to come back to Eurovision at the end of the conversation, but some of the bigger stories of the last seven days, and just in the last day or so, Katla has been alarming. As we sit here on Friday, the signs are that the high alert that is in place is justified, but as of yet, no eruption. There's always reason to be careful, but this is the lowest um, level of warning. Yes. Um, and of course, this is a fairly typical event here in Iceland, getting these sort of shakes. Um, but I imagine uh, hiking in um, Thorsmörk, which is, mm. of course, a hugely popular hiking trail for Icelanders and uh, foreigners, must have been quite a shock to get a four, um, f- yeah, a four Richter er- er- yes, earthquake yes. while uh, hiking. And I think as well that since Eyjafjallajökull erupted and the ash clouds that brought down, or didn't bring down planes, but it stopped planes from being able to fly across Europe, since then the rest of the world has had a much keener interest in this because they don't want it to happen again, of course. That seemed to be the point at which a lot of people paid attention to Iceland for the first time because it was having such a big effect on, on the rest of the world and the rest of Europe, certainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we it quite literally, I think, put us on the map for yeah. a while. And uh, and I think uh, this um, these shivers in Katla right now might have also sparked some interest because of what's happening in Iceland next week uh, when... 
a lot of uh, nation leaders will be coming here. And I mean, if if there's any chance of disrupting air travel while yes. we have all these people here, that would be a huge, huge event. Yes, and that's obviously something that we'll look at. But just remind us what is happening and why there are so many world leaders coming to Iceland. Yeah, so we have uh, this huge meeting with uh, the Council of Europe. Iceland is going to be, um, for the first time, we're going to be... Uh, the Iceland is going to be in the forefront of this council. So, yeah, it's uh, it's an event unlike anything we've ever seen here before. Um, yes. The police force is, um, has been preparing for uh, weeks and months, I would guess. I mean, you probably have to go back to Reagan Gorbachev to find a time when there were, you know, world leaders of such significance, perhaps, in the country all at the same time. I would think so, yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's going to be a, a huge event. We're having... I mean, streets are closing, uh, certain modes of transport will not be available. You cannot use hop uh, electric bikes in a part of the downtown area, and it's going to be very different for, for the residents there specifically. Yes. Will you be glad to be here then in Akureyri when that's all going on? Yes and no. I mean, as a reporter, you always want to be where the action is. Yes. So. <laughs> but as a resident? <laughs> yes, it's going to be nice to be here where it's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, let's turn to something else, which at the moment doesn't seem to be affecting Akureyri, or indeed Reykjavik. This is the BSRB strike, which has been voted for workers in Hapnefjörde, Reknesbær, Ulfus, Aurborg, Kvergedi and Vesmania. Workers in those areas voting to strike from the end of this month. Around 500 of them. So this is a significant move and a lot of people on strike a lot of disruption potentially yeah a lot of disruption i mean it's i think uh, the last if i'm not mistaken the last um, strike of this scale was the hotel workers uh, and the workers with applink mm. and while that was had a huge effect of course i mean this is we're talking about teachers after school activities so it's not only going to be affecting um I mean, it's, it has such a huge impact because people are going to have to stay home with their children. So uh, they were even speaking about um, uh, sort of segueing to what we talked about before, the uh, big meeting next week. They were even talking about police officers have families as well, and yes. they might have to stay home with their children. So it has a huge effect yes. on, on uh, our society as a whole. And the reason for it, as far as the union are concerned, they want their members to receive the same salary as other workers in similar positions have been getting since the 1st of January. The Association of Icelandic Municipalities, who are the paymasters here, they've offered an increase from the 1st of April. The union wanted to be from the 1st of January. And from their point of view, they say, well, why would you not give us this? That's the issue. They're going to strike over it. More than 90% of the union wanted to strike. Still time for it to be resolved, but the two sides are quite far apart. It seems so, yes. And also just, um, I mean, looking at the uh, similar uh, issues with Eppling and, and uh, they seem like they are very far apart still. So uh, I don't see them resolving it mm. before the strike, but uh, you never know. Yeah, And the Eppling SA strike already seems like it happened a very, very long time ago, doesn't it? It was only a couple of months ago that it was resolved, but that already seems like a very distant event. So perhaps, who knows, maybe if this does go to the strike action, it will be resolved um, before too long. Russia is believed to be spying in and on 
Iceland, according to Runofa Thorhausen, who is the deputy superintendent at the police analytical department. And the justice minister, Jon Gunnarsson, has said this week that why would Iceland not be spied on? We're, we can't think that we're exceptional here. We're in the same position as other Nordic countries and other countries when it comes to Russia and other countries spying on us. Yeah, I think he has a point. I mean, I don't see why we would be exempt from this, but um, um, I feel like we might have less information than uh, larger countries since, I mean, we don't have any secret service. We yes. don't have an army here. And um, it feels... Uh, quite sort of scary to think about when you live on such an in such an isolated sort of place um, but it makes sense uh, with what you're hearing mm. from Russia these days so it doesn't really surprise people I think. Well Jon Gunnarsson has a bill going through Althingi which is designed to allow the police in Iceland to have more powers to talk to the security authorities in other countries. Some people are worried that it might be the first step towards Iceland having a security service or a, a secret police or you know, call it whatever you want. Iceland does not have any of that sort of apparatus that other countries do. Is, is that a fear that you're picking up, that people are worried Iceland might lose its special place not having to have that? Well, I'm not sure. It's such a complex topic, I think. I, I think um, from what I've heard, people have mixed yes. opinions about it. Um, when it comes to something like this that we never really had in place pef before, of course, people are afraid of what they don't know and what we might lose, but mm. who knows? Yeah, I'm not sure. Jon Gunnarsson saying in response to that question, is it a matter of time before a security or secret service is established? He says, we will just have to see how things develop. And I imagine a lot of people will be uh, having their eyes on that particular story for that reason. I want to turn to, unashamedly, a story that caught my eye because it concerns at least the clip that we we used here. My favourite record of all time, which is Hyperballad by Björk. It is my favourite song, my favourite record of all time. And she performed it together with many of her other hits at Coachella in California earlier this week. And we've put the clip up on Roof English, the Roof English website. It's on the, the Roof website as well. Every single member of the audience was singing along with every single word of this song. She went down a storm, didn't she? Yeah, she did. She certainly is uh, a national treasure. I think most people would agree. Are you a fan? Uh, I mean, I think everyone is to an extent. I'm not... Uh, I, I think you're a much bigger fan than I am from <laughs> from what you're saying. Uh, that song particularly, I wouldn't say I'm a Björk hyper fan, and I do have the albums, but I wouldn't obsessively buy them when they come out. That record in particular, Hyper Ballad, for me, is just... It is the best record ever made. And we did, I mean, for the first time in my life, we saw Björk at Harpa, in fact, in Reykjavik a, a couple of years ago. And I think whether or not you're a fan, you know, the, the artistry is incredible. The vision that she has is incredible. There's no one else like her, really, I think. No, not that I can think of. <laughs> I mean, I would just encourage people to go on the website and have a look because there's really no way to do it justice yeah. in words, I don't think. It's an interesting comment as well because drone lights, 800 of them, were used to illuminate what she was doing and the sky lit up with these lights attached to drones. One of the comments we had at Roof English was, this is what Reykjavik needs for New Year instead of the fireworks because they leave such a, a smell in the air and, and pollution and all the rest of it. Would you be in favour of that, replacing the fireworks with drones? Personally, yes. It sounds wonderful <laughs> in my ears. I mean, uh, 
of course, fireworks are a huge part of the our culture and has been a part of our celebration on New Year's for uh, decades. Mm. So I think it be, would be hard to say goodbye to them completely, but we could do with a lot less of them. And maybe mm. this could be something to yeah. do instead. Well, a couple of years ago, we had New Year in Akureyri and uh, we went with our roof colleague, Siggy, who often broadcasts from the building that we're in just now when he's in the north. We went to... Akureyri's bonfire, Akureyri's New Year celebration, and it, you know it might not be as big as what happens in in Reykjavik, but huge enthusiasm not just for the fireworks but for the bonfire as well. Yeah, that's uh, I mean that's almost a bigger part of the tradition than the fireworks. Yes. It's the bonfires. So yeah, I I could do without the fireworks, the bonfires. I'm gonna keep, need keep to the keep them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well let's continue our conversation about celebration then, and go back to the Eurovision Song Contest, which is this weekend. We are going to assume that Delia is going to qualify, right? So we'll just we'll just take that as read. Where will you be watching? I think I will be watching probably at my brother's house with a couple of uh, just family and friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, as, as I'm sure you know, it's a party weekend. In, yes. Or, I mean, both the, I mean, Tuesday, Thursday and the weekend as well. It's going to be, yeah, parties everywhere. Mm. Why do you think Iceland takes Eurovision so seriously, but also enjoys it so much? I'm not sure. I, I uh, It's just become such a... It's just a part of the like build up to summer, I think. It's uh, when we finally are getting a bit of warmth and just any reason to go and buy some chips and dip <laughs> and, <laughs> and have a nice time, I think. And we just love the glitz and the glamour of it, I think. And just seeing um, Iceland on such a big stage, I think we just enjoy it. Mm. Well, I was here once in Iceland about five years ago, I think, before we lived here. And it was one of the years that Iceland hadn't qualified for Eurovision. It was, in fact, Ari Olofsson. And so Iceland wasn't in the final. But I still had to meet a friend of mine after he'd been to Bioparadis in Reykjavik to watch the live stream on the big screen. (laughs) And, you know, that's a country that takes Eurovision seriously. Even when it's not in the competition, you can go to the cinema (laughs) to to watch the contest. Yeah, I mean, that's, that dis- uh, describes the the vibe here before Eurovision pretty well. There's a certain, like, sadness when we don't qualify, of course, but we don't let that stop the, no, the party that planning. No, that not won't be a problem this year, of course, will it? No, no, no chance. I uh, I think she's going to qualify, seriously. Has just such a nice presence, and I feel like she's been doing this for years, and she's, uh, what, 20 or something? Yes. She's amazing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And also, if you are a solo performer, as she is, it's hard to fill that stage and, and, and you know, own all of it. And certainly in Song Kepnin, when we were watching her qualify and, and become the, the nominee, if you will, she really does take that massive stage and, and, you know, she's in every part of it. Yeah, I just feel like she must have been training for this for years, yeah. like she yeah, says. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she says she's been watching... Eurovision since she was a kid like most of us have yes, yes. so it really feels like yeah she's she's really ready and yeah. she just fills the stage and here in Akureyri of course we're not terribly far from Husavik further around the coast which has become the sort of spiritual home of the Eurovision Song Contest after it's it was the setting wasn't it of the the Eurovision film with Will Ferrell yeah it's become yeah sort of the Eurovision capital of of yeah. Iceland I uh didn't see that one coming, no. but it's, it was very uh, 
I mean, it's great fun for, I mean, especially for Northern Iceland, where we're uh, always trying to attract a bit of tourism outside just the southwest corner. So, I mean, just, Mm. it's just heaps of fun. There's a museum and then there's uh, the bar from the film or the pub that's also, uh, I think, there. And uh, I'm sure you can go and listen to Yaya Ding Dong. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've always, when I watched that film, I was put in mind of of Sigi, who we mentioned, um, who's from Akureyri. And used to watch Eurovision as a kid, dreaming of being involved one day. And that film opens, doesn't it, with the Will Ferrell character as a kid in his parents' living room in Husavik in the 1970s, I guess, uh, watching Eurovision. The film is, of course, a comedy and sort of absurd, but (laughs) it's, uh, funnily enough, I don't think it's that far from reality. I mean, I'm sure that Delia was uh, watching somewhere in her uh, Loba Pesa. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean... You're just wishing she was on that stage, yeah, and I mean yeah. that's what's happening now. So, well, we're going to end with the song today. I- inevitably, I think, and you might hear this on Roof English quite a lot this week, particularly if Delia does qualify, as we know she will, and then we'll walk away and win the Eurovision Song Contest. When that happens, Olaf, do you think that there's anywhere big enough in Reykjavik to host the Eurovision Song Contest, or should Akureyri build somewhere? Oof. Uh, of course, it's going to be an Akureyri, there's no question. Uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, I uh, I don't know, maybe Harpan or uh, this uh, huge film studio in mm. Guvenes, where mm. they filmed Söngvakeppnin, perhaps, but I'm sure uh, for a nation that loves Eurovision this much, we would find a way, I'm sure. We'll, we'll just build somewhere, won't we? Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Olaf, thank you very much for your time today. Thanks for having me. Great pleasure to be here at Ruv. In Akureyri, we will play out today, as promised, with the song that represents Iceland in just a few days' time, and we are certain on Saturday as well in the final. It's Delia and Power. I'm ready to let you go I'll hold you back no more And spread your wings and fly away Been carrying you way too long Like an obsession I thought you were a living part of me But I got my power in my head You hold no power over me And I take my flowers on like So let the love shine
are listening to the Roof English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is English.